Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. Jeremy Kalmanowski with you here, learning Tractate Yoma, page Ein Zion, 77. And we'll focus today on the five Inuyim, the five abstentions or the five sufferings that go on with the day of affliction of Yom Kippur. Much of the page concerns uh, deriving the prohibitions from various Bible verses, like how do you know, from what biblical source do you know, that washing should be forbidden on uh, on Yom Kippur, on a day of the ini temet nafshotechem, you shall afflict yourselves. Well, it says in the book of Proverbs, Mishlei, Mayim karim al nefesh ayefa, like cold water on a on a weary soul, and it says, and it describes King David and Jeremiah walking barefoot. That's how we know that wearing shoes should be forbidden on on Yom Kippur. Um, the uh, there's also a derivation given for the prohibition of sexual relations on Yom Kippur, and it relates to Lavan's uh, uh, insistence that Jacob treat his two daughters, uh, Rachel and Leah, well. Lavan says to Jacob, "Im et binotai, ve'im tikach nashim, if you abuse my daughters or take other wives." And so uh, the abuse, the ta'ane, or the inui, is seen to be withholding sex from them. That would be the punishment, and therefore that's an appropriate inui for Yom Kippur. Rav Papa, on the bet side of our page, uh, raises in a presumably fanciful or hypothetical sort of way that it's not uh, refraining from sex that is the inui, it's having sex is an inui, is a kind of affliction, and he relates uh, the case of Shechem and Dina back there in, in Genesis, in which Shechem, quote, sleeps with her, and humbles her. Now, the apparent meaning of this, the apparent meaning of this is, uh, is rape. So in a kind of Andrea Dworkin moment, the, the claim is made here that simply having heterosexual sex, it would be a kind of punishment for the woman. It would be painful or, or aggressive or whatever. Abaye deflects that argument and says, no, no, the, the affliction was that he withheld from her biot acherot, uh, other sexual experiences. There was the withholding that was the inui. Now, what's interesting about this is, uh, that's how Rashi explains it, and I think it's the, it's the simple meaning. What's interesting about this is that while there is a, a convention, a, an apparent makes sense of reading the Shem and Dina story as rape, modern readers, especially academic readers, will sometimes say, no, no, the problem is not that, that Shem raped her, but that Shem married her outside of the appropriate normal channels, and that she, in fact, was very happy to be with Shem, and she just you know, didn't do it in the socially proper way that was respecting Jacob as a patriarch. Uh, and so, actually, Rashi understands it pretty much that, that way as well. Dina wanted to sleep with Shrem, and it was only uh, in the course of her time living with him that he made her suffer by uh, remaining celibate from her. 
Much of the rest of our page is taken up with the laws of bathing on Yom Kippur, uh, the restriction of bathing on Yom Kippur, and I'll just read for a little bit here on the best side of our daf, about seven or eight lines down from the top. Tanu Rabbanan asur lirchotz miktzat gufo, kichol gufo. It is forbidden to wash uh, part of your body as it is forbidden to wash the whole body. Ve'im haya meluchlach batit uvetzoa, rochetz kidarko ve'eno koshesh. But if you get trapped in mud or have uh, something disgusting, vomit or more probably excrement on the body, then you can wash and there's nothing wrong with that. So in practical halachic terms, uh, if you were to fall in the mud on Yom Kippur, you could wash it off. Or more more practically, one should wash their hands after after using the bathroom, of course. Asur lasuch miktzat gufo kikol gufo. You cannot anoint your body. Ve'im haya but if you were sick or you have certain kind of, I don't know, we'd say psoriasis or some sort of a skin ailment, then those are medical necessities and it's totally appropriate to, uh, to anoint. Our page will go on and suggest some other occasions when bathing is appropriate. If one is on a journey to hear a uh, Torah lecture and it's across a stream, or to go greet one's parent or one's teacher, it's appropriate to cross the stream to, uh, to, to do those other mitzvot. And interestingly enough, a practical halachic matter comes up uh, with respect to that. It's, the indication is that one should walk clothed across the stream. Now, one often hears a prohibition on swimming in the modern era because, as a general halachic principle, wedding a garment is akin to, is considered basically the same as washing a garment, and so therefore one is not supposed to, Orthodox people will often tell you, one's not supposed to go swimming on Shabbat because if you wear a bathing suit, it's kind of like washing the bathing suit. However, our page on the Gemara today shows clearly that that cannot be correct, or at least it cannot be universally correct, because the, the page here says clearly that for some other important purpose, such as going to hear a Torah shiur, it's appropriate to get your clothes wet as you cross a river. You can even, our page says, walk in the river uh, up to your neck. Now, one final point on our page. Uh, Rav Yosef, having reported that tradition, or having that tradition reported to him, says, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Walk up to your neck in a river? That should be forbidden, not just on Shabbat or Yom Kippur, but on any day, because it's dangerous. This is, I want to point out that this is one of the uh, most uh, significant halachic principles called Sakanta Chamira Me'isura, exposing yourself to mortal danger is even worse than violating a ritual prohibition. So Rav Yosef says, uh, what do you mean you can cross, you can, you can cross the, the river up to your neck? That's just plain old dangerous and one shouldn't ever do such a thing. And uh, his student, Abaye, comes along and says, well, what we're talking about is a very slowly uh, flowing current, and then you could, then you could uh, uh, cross. But if the, if it were a swift current, in fact, that's true. You shouldn't you shouldn't enter your uh, enter all the way up to your neck. All right. Thanks for learning today's page with me, and I look forward to learning with you again tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, 
iTunes, and Spotify.